Welcome to the King's Church Podcast. We are an ACC church based on the Gold Coast in Queensland, Australia. We'd love for you to join us on any given Sunday. In the meantime, we hope this message blesses you. Tonight I want to share with you, um, and occasionally that there's a message that I feel to share across all our services, across all our campuses. Uh, and today I want to share with something with you that I have shared at our other services but it's really, really important for us as an entire church. And so I know that most of you have not heard this message. Some of you may have heard it in another service, but sometimes revision is really, really good. And so I want to share with you something that I feel is the theme and the word for our church in 2021. And so with that in mind, uh, and I won't preach it very long, uh, but with that in mind, uh, turn with me to Isaiah chapter 60, verses 1 to 3. Isaiah 60, 1 to 3. And it says this, Arise, shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. For behold, the darkness shall cover the earth, and deep darkness the people, but the Lord will arise over you, and his glory will be seen upon you. The Gentiles shall come to your light, and kings to the brightness of your rising. Let's pray. Father, I just ask and pray, Lord, that tonight you would fill us with the faith that we need to believe all that you have for us in 2021. I thank you and praise you for that, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Every year I have a theme for our church. And this year, in 2021, the theme actually comes from this passage of Scripture. And the theme that we have for this year is actually on the rise. And so you've been seeing that and you've been seeing it in all that we're doing, that in 2021, we believe that it's going to be a year when we are on the rise. Now, what's happened in the life of our church? Uh, this is actually the fourth year. We've been in nearly four years, uh, you know, starting our fourth year now uh, as senior pastors. And each year, uh, God gives us a theme for that particular year. And we've been blessed in that every year that we've been here, our church has actually grown uh, every year. Uh, and last year, the word for the year was expansion. And so that meant we would expand to the left and to the right. And so as a church, we went from, got from two campuses to four campuses, which was awesome, especially in the middle of a pandemic. Uh, and God was good to us and that sort of thing. And, and because of that, we saw great things happen in the life of our church. Uh, and technically, actually, as of last year, our church was the largest it was in its history. Uh, but no one would know that because it was all spread out. Uh, and so last year was like we kind of like spread out and, and expanded like a pizza. But this year, I actually felt that this was not the year of expansion. This was the year on the rise. And so last year, we spread out like a pizza. This year, as a church, we're going to rise like a loaf of bread. And so what that means is that we believe that every area of our church this year is going to be on the rise. Here in this passage of Scripture, God is speaking to all the Israelites, and he says, rise, shine, for your your light has come. He doesn't just divvy them up tribe by tribe. He doesn't say, Issachar, your time has come, your time to rise, but unfortunately for you, Benjamin, it's not your season. No, no, no. He's talking to the entire nation. He's saying to the entire nation, every single one of you this year, it's your time to rise and shine. And in the same way, I believe that for the life of King's Church, it doesn't matter if it's Reedy Creek, doesn't matter if it's Pimpama, doesn't matter if it's Logan Village, doesn't matter if it's St. George, doesn't matter which service it is. I believe that in 2021, every single area, every one of them, every one of you is going to be on 
the rise. And already we've actually seen it. Last year, um, and this is just a statistical thing, last year in the entire year, we only had six weekends where every service was larger than the, one, than the year before. This year, uh, we've had three or four of those already happen this year. Now, literally this year, it looks like it's happening. Every single area is on the rise. Now, you can say that and you might be sitting there thinking, oh, well, that's well and good. How can you say that? We've still got the threat of COVID. We've still got the threat of all these things in happening in society. What's going to happen in the economy? But I want to let you know that a lot of those, none of those things have to stop us from rising. And so I want to look very briefly at Isaiah 60 and talk to you about five things that won't stop you from rising. Because I believe that not only is this for our church, I also believe it's for you. If you call King's Church home, I believe the anointing that's on this house is coming upon you. And that means if we're on the rise, you're going to be on the rise as well. So I want to talk to you today briefly about five things that won't stop you from rising. The first one is this. It says in Isaiah 60, verse 1, Arise, shine, for your light has come. The glory of the Lord's risen upon you. For behold, the darkness shall cover the earth, and deep darkness the people. But the Lord will arise over you, and his glory will be seen upon you. So he's talking to the Israelites, and he's saying, God's going to rise upon you. By the way, the whole world is full of darkness. So it doesn't matter if the world's in darkness. It doesn't stop God's people from rising and shining. Our world right now is full of darkness, but the darkness in the world doesn't have to affect what's actually happening in our lives. And I believe that for us, regardless of what's going on in society, you look all through the scripture that God will bless his people in spite of things that sometimes happen in society. Classic example of this is the Israelites when they were in Egypt. The Bible said that when they were in Egypt, Moses came to deliver them and Moses proclaimed um, 10 plagues that affected every part of Egypt except for one, and it was the town, the area of Goshen, and it was in Goshen where God's people were. So everyone around was actually feeling it, was actually experiencing those plagues, but God protected his people. I believe that for you, regardless of the area you're in, regardless of the industry that you're in, God can still perform his promise to you. It doesn't matter what's happening around us, God will still do it. That's why the Bible says in Isaiah 54, a thousand will fall at one side, 10,000 at another, but it won't come near you. Get your eyes off the news. Get your eyes off what the experts are saying. Put your eyes on the Lord who has made you a promise because when he says it's time to rise and shine, then it's going to happen. You weren't very impressed with that. But anyway, okay. Next one is this. He says in Isaiah 60 verse 10, The sons of foreigners shall build up your walls, their kings shall minister to you. For in my wrath I struck you, but in my favour I've had mercy on you. The second thing that doesn't stop you from rising is past failures. Just because you've been disappointed in the past doesn't mean that God can't perform his word towards you. You know, the book of Isaiah, uh, some theologians believe that it was written by different authors because it's addressing God's people from a different perspective. So in Isaiah 40 to 55, he actually, he's addressing them as if they're in captivity. Realize this, that last year, our verse chapter for the year was Isaiah 54. Sing, O barren, you who are without child. More are the children of the desolate than the married woman, says the Lord. So he's actually speaking to them like they're in captivity in Isaiah 40 to 54. But uh, 55. But Isaiah 56 to 66, he's prophesying to the Israelites as if they're in the promised land. And he says here in Isaiah 60, he's saying, yes, 
you've had some struggles. Yes, I struck you. Yes, you had a difficult time. But he's saying now that time is over. And he is saying my favour and mercy is coming upon you. Just because you've had a tough time for a long time does not mean that a new season can't come into your life. Just because you've suffered for a season doesn't mean you can't step into breakthrough. Just because you walked around in the wilderness for a while doesn't mean you don't get to step into your promised land. Just because you've had some past failures, some things not go your way, that does not have to stop you from stepping into what God has for you. Even your past failures don't have to be a limitation. The third thing that doesn't have to limit you, says in Isaiah 60, 11 to 12, says, therefore your gates shall be open continually. They shall not be shut day or night that men may bring to you the wealth of the Gentiles and their kings in procession. For the nation and kingdom which will not serve you shall perish, and those, nations that shall, and those nations shall be utterly ruined. So he says to the Israelites, he says, your gates shall be open continually. You don't have to shut them day or night. That was a big deal for the Israelites. They had a lot of enemies. The last thing they wanted to do was keep their gates open at night. If they left their gates open at night, their enemies would invade them. They had to keep them shut. But he's actually telling them, hey, you know those old issues you had? Those old struggles? Those things that you've suffered from from a long time? It's not going to be forever. And those old enemies don't have to stop you from stepping into all that God actually has for you. You know, that's one of the things that can happen in Christian life. We can have an area of struggle for a significant season. And we somehow think, well, that's just the way it is for us. But you need to understand God can actually shift and change those things, even if you've struggled for a long time. Back in 2010, uh, my wife and I, we bought a house, uh, and, um, and it was by the Brisbane River, uh, which was really nice. Uh, and then second week of January 2011, uh, it was slap bang in the middle of the Brisbane River. <laughs> uh, and, it, and, uh, and the property value of our house went down overnight a quarter of a million dollars. And so financially, it was like almost wiped us out. Every year, I would go to the real estate agent and I would talk to them about how much is the property worth. Every year, I would go to a bank manager and talk to them about, are we in a position to actually borrow money and actually get another house? Each year, no. First year, no. Second year, no. Third year, no. Fourth year, no. Fifth year, no. Sixth year, no. Seventh year, move here to the Gold Coast. I was like, okay, maybe we're in position to do it. Went back to try and find out how much is the house worth? Can we move it on? And that sort of thing. It was still worth significantly less than what we paid for it. We even had a moment last year, at the start of last year, we signed a contract on a house. And at the last minute, the contract was pull, pulled and we got denied the finance. I remember thinking to myself, man, I'm sick of this. This has been happening for nine years. It's like, this is just how it is for us. This same old enemy we've been stuck with every single year. And I started thinking, mate, this is, you know, maybe we can't do anything about it. I spoke to a real estate agent. He's supposed to sell, sell your house. I said, I want to sell my house in Ipswich. He said, bad move, don't sell it. I mean, for an agent to say that to you, and I'm like, I am stuck forever in this situation. And then last year, just felt something shift. And I thought, you know what? We're going to have a go again. We're going to try again. And so, last, and so uh, towards the end of last year, I rang that same agent. I thought he was honest enough not to want to sell my house. I thought I'd go with him. And I said to him, listen, I'm thinking of selling our house. He says, good, the time is 
now. And I said, okay, praise the Lord. And I said, listen, I'm happy to sell it, even if it's 50000 less than what we paid for it, whatever. Just want to move it on. We started getting that house ready, got the house ready. Eventually, they did an open home. On that day, they got three contracts on that day. And every single one of them was the same price at what we paid for it in the first place. The 250000 we lost overnight came back. And then I thought to myself, that's good, but now we've got to buy a house on the Gold Coast. Now, if you know anything about property right now, okay, on the Gold Coast, you would think, okay, nearly impossible. But I've got good news for you. Oh, well, good news for me. Uh, <coughs> and uh, those of you that were worried because we hadn't bought anything here, we we're kind of just waiting to leave. No, no, no. Uh, at the start. <laughs> so just on Monday, our property settled and just coming up. Uh, and then last week, a contract was accepted and we're getting ourselves a property down here on the Gold Coast. And it might not seem like a big deal, but when you've had 10 years, knock back, knock back, knock back, natural disaster, knock back, knock back. You start thinking, am I ever going to be able to open my gates at night? But there does come a time. And apparently the time is now. Rise, shine, your light has come. And I don't know who I'm talking to, but there's somebody here, you need to hear this. It doesn't matter if you've had to deal with something a long time. There is an expiry date on it, and you do get to step over into the things that God has for you. And I want to prophesy for King's Church, the time is now. Old enemies, they don't defeat you forever. You get knocked down, you get back up again. Fourth thing is this, Isaiah 60, 21. Also your people shall all be righteous, so shall inherit the land forever. The branch of my planting, the work of my hands, that I may be glorified. He's writing to the Israelites. He says to them, you're going to inherit the land forever. That's a big deal for the Israelites. Here's a group of people that started as a, as a nation looking for land. It was started by Abram, became Abraham, and he started where God said to him, walk away from everything and go to a land that I'm going to show you. So for generations, they were looking and believing for that promised land. They had moments when they walked through it. They had moments when they touched it. They had seasons where they occupied it. But there was never a time when they inherited it forever. And here he is addressing them about to come out of captivity. Time to go back to their land. And they would be thinking, is this ever going to happen for me? Past disappointments. And he says to them, no, no, no. You will inherit the land forever. The fourth thing that doesn't have to stop you from rising is past disappointments. Past disappointments. You know, um, we've got a church campus at St. George and uh, we took over the church uh, last year, and basically the land that the church is on is government land, Department of Resources. And so the church had a rolling 30-year lease on that land, very cheap lease, but the church never owned the land. So the church would actually put buildings on, had put buildings on the land. So we've got buildings that we own on land that we don't own. And it's just kind of like how it's been. So that church has been there for many, many years. They've never actually owned the land. And so what happened was that apparently we only found out 
a couple few weeks ago, Nathan Waters, who's the campus pastor at St. George, he just mentioned offhanded to Rob Geelock, uh, he said to him, he goes, yeah, um, you know, the, ca- uh, the government actually um, offered us the land a few years ago to buy. And uh, it was about, a, I think it was about an acre, a- acre and a half, something like that. And, and they said to him, how, and, he, and, you know, Rob said to him, oh, how much was it? And he said, oh, I think they offered it for 40000 So, Do you know how much you could buy on the Gold Coast for 40000 <laughs> This. <laughs> and at the time, the church said, and this is how much it was struggling, at the time, the church said, no, I can't afford it. So Rob told me, and I said, go back to the Department of Resource and find out if they're willing to sell. And apparently, it looks like they are. So we are hoping to, this year, finally inherit the land forever. Amen? We're about to... Praise God. So we're about to... On March 21, we're going to receive a Rise and Build offering. And there's a number of projects at each campus that we're going to receive that offering for. But one of those projects will be for us to, later on in the year purchase this land and we've got a video to show you why don't you turn your eyes to the screen hi church in the book of nehemiah we see the story about nehemiah who was called by god to return to jerusalem to rebuild the walls and it says in nehemiah chapter 2 verse 18 he is speaking to some other israelites and it says and i told them of the hand of my god which had been good upon me and also the king's words that he had spoken to me. So they said, let us rise up and build, then they set their hands to this good work. You know, this year at King's Church, our theme is on the rise. And we're believing right across our church, every single area in 2021 is on the rise. And on March 21, we're going to be receiving a rise and build offering. So just like those people said to Nehemiah, let us rise and build. I believe God wants us to rise and build to access all that God has for us this year. And so at every campus, we have a project which we're asking you to contribute to in order to help us rise to a whole new level in 2021. So each week leading up to the rise and build offering, which will be on March 21, we're gonna show you one of those projects. Today we want to tell you about one of those projects and that is the opportunity that we are looking at having this year of purchasing the land upon which our St George campus and church is based. So our church owns the buildings but the land actually belongs to the government. But we have the opportunity to not only have the buildings but actually also purchase the land for the Kingdom of God in 2021. And this is a super exciting prospect. Why don't you take a look? Hi, King's family. Well, as you can see, we're standing on the land that King's Church St. George is built on back in 1989. And ever since that time, the land was leased to the government. But at the moment, we are in the process of wanting to buy this land so that the land, as well as the building, belongs to King's Church. So that's such an exciting thing for St. George community and uh, the King's Church as a whole, and uh, such a blessing for us. Uh, Kirsty, myself, and all the team out here in St. George, and all you guys down there at the coast, uh, the possibility of that is gonna be awesome. 
Awesome. How cool is that? So past disappointments can't stop you from rising. And the last one very quickly is this worship team when you come. One of the things I noticed about Isaiah 60, so last year was Isaiah 54, year of expansion, and he says, sing, O barren. He goes, lengthen your cords, strengthen your stakes. You'll expand to the left and to the right. It was a whole lot of effort expended. If you want this, you've got to do this and do this and do this. But Isaiah 60 was very different. God makes all these promises, but he actually requires very little from God's people to access it. So sometimes we actually have to do things to get what God has for us, but there are times he just releases favor and grace and blessing upon our lives. And so look at this in Isaiah 60. He says, and I'll read a number of the verses for you to show you. Verse 1, Arise, shine, for your light has come. The glory of the Lord is risen upon you. Verse 2, For behold, the darkness shall cover the earth, deep darkness of people, but the Lord will arise over you. His glory will be seen upon you. Verse 3, The Gentiles shall come to your light. And kings to the brightness of your rising. Lift up your eyes all around and see they all gather together. They come to you. Your son shall come from afar and your daughter shall be nursed at your side. Verse 5, then you shall see and become radiant. Your heart shall swell with joy because the abundance of the sea shall be turned to you. The wealth of the Gentiles shall come to you. The multitude of camels shall cover your land. The dromedaries of Midian and Ephah, all those from Sheba shall come. They shall bring golden incense and they shall proclaim the praises of the Lord. All the flocks of Kedah shall be gathered together to you. The rams of Nebal shall minister to you. They shall ascend with acceptance on my altar and I will glorify the house of my glory. Jump down to verse nine. Surely the coastlands shall wait for me and the ships of Tarshish will come first to bring your sons from afar, their silver and their gold with them to the name of the Lord your God and the Holy One of Israel because, because he has glorified you. Sons of foreigners shall build up your walls. Their kings shall minister to you, for in my wrath I struck you, but in my favour I've had mercy for you. Verse 11, therefore your gates shall be open continually, they shall not be shut day or night, that men may bring to you the wealth of the Gentiles and their kings in procession. Verse 13, the glory of Lebanon shall come to you, the cypress, the pine and the box tree together to beautify the place of my sanctuary, and make the place of my feet glorious. Also the sons of those who afflicted you shall come bowing to you. And all those who despised you shall fall, got to get this right, prostrate. I've got it wrong before. <laughs> At the soles of your feet, they shall call you the city of the Lord Zion of the Holy One of Israel. Verse 15, whereas you've been forsaken and hated so that no one went through you, I will make you an eternal excellence, a joy of many generations. Verse 17, instead of bronze, I will bring gold. Instead of iron, I will bring Silver, instead of wood, bronze, and instead of stones, iron, I will also make your officers peace and your magistrates righteousness. Verse 21, also your people shall all be righteous. They shall inherit the land forever. Branch of my planting, the work of my hands, that I may be glorified. A little one shall become a thousand, and a small one a strong nation. I, the Lord, will hasten it in its time. Sometimes, you've got to do to get what God has for you. But sometimes he says, don't worry about it. I've got this. I'm bringing to you. And here in Isaiah 60, that's exactly what he's saying. So you know what that means? The fifth thing that doesn't limit you from rising is your own personal capacity because it's got nothing to do with you. When he decides it's time to rise, 
you better get up, baby. Because it is time to rise. And I'm declaring over you, I'm prophesying over King's Church, wherever we go, 2021, we are on the rise. Arise, shine. For your light has come. Last year you stretched, you lengthened, you expanded. But this year, God will cause us to be on the rise. And if you believe it, why don't you stand to your feet right now? Little on, later on this year, in the morning services, we're going to be doing a series called Song of Ascents. So Psalm 120 to 134, they're called the Songs of Ascents. They're actually songs sung by the Israelites whenever they would go to Jerusalem for the various feasts, three times a year. And so they would go and they would sing these songs. And it's called Song of Ascents because they had to walk up a hill to get there. It didn't matter where they came from, all of God's people would actually sing and rise together. And so that's what we're going to be doing later on. But a song that we did before, that you would know, we've sung before Highlands, we're just going to do it one more time. This is going to be a song that declares, it's called Song of Ascent. And we're going to praise Him no matter what you've been through, no matter what happened in 2020. We're going to praise and we're going to sing and we're going to send together. Amen. Thank you so much for joining us. Stay tuned for new messages weekly. You can keep updated on what's happening in the life of King's Church by following us on social media at King's Church GC. Be blessed.